Carlo Municipal District Riverside signs will have by Suzanne Pender for swans. Collapsed section of they wall may be the best danger to the public. In the country, but are Sections they getting the of right food? Wall at and what's Leinster even appropriate Park, for them? Have suddenly well, given way and fallen to the ground, to find out. posing a genuine risk to the public. Has been secured by the council John for informative biodiversity signage at Carlow Town Park that the wall includes surrounds Mount Leinster Park and is also close Councillor to Adrian Wallace on the Tuller Road of had fallen. Last week's and there was considerable Carlo concern in the area about the dangers it posed. Carlow Town Park and the there's a lot of fear there because that wall is in a very bad state of repair and has started to shift, said Councillor Cassidy. In order to I know it is a very large birds, project and a very large wall, but what can we do? People we have to do something because it's a danger swans. as it is. Particularly highlighting that green supported Councillor Cassidy and described making the walls safe as a matter of urgency. Councillor Wallace also suggested installing a stand to contain seeds and feeds suitable for swans, which perhaps the public could purchase at a small price. That the wall was 43 years old could then be reinvested over time. It's very doubtful that one section of the construction approximately eight years ago, by the men's second two years ago, I know that's something the third section recently do, she said. This needs to be dealt Council with officials as soon as confirmed possible, said preliminary discussions are currently under Director of Services to Government stated that the Council would first need to assess the issue and establish the associated costs. It is complicated by the fact that some areas of the wall are in private ownership and some is Council property, agreed. Mr O'Gorman also suggested a community scheme where the Council would possibly provide the materials while the community would provide the labour to complete the work. First, we do need to determine the scale of the problem, he said. Carlo Inner Relief Road could become a reality after years of dashed hopes. The long-mooted Carlo Inner Relief Road saw signs of green shoots last week, offering some hope to hundreds of motorists gridlocked daily at Aska. Director of Services Padraig O'Gorman confirmed that the Council had undertaken and was about to submit a strategic assessment report on Carlo's Inner Relief Road, which proposes to run from the R726, the Hackettstown Road, across the Tullow and Wexford Roads south of Carlo Town, crossing both the railway line and River Barrow, and linking with the N80 in County Leash. This Inner Relief Road has been included on town plans for decades, but it has never been built despite enormous development in this area of the town over the years. Mr O'Gorman stated that the first step was a strategic assessment report, which the council had undertaken and would submit to the department. He expected the report to be submitted within the next couple of days. Once submitted to the department, they would carry out a cost-benefit analysis and examine the sustainability of the project. Mayor Fergal Brown asked that the Council prioritise the section of the Inner Relief Road from the Wexford Road to the Aeroog GAA Club. Councillor Brown stated that opening a road network in this area of the town would alleviate traffic congestion on O'Brien Road, Tullow Road and Staplestown Road, which currently are choked. He added 
that the current situation where Wexford traffic was passing two primary schools and a secondary school was unacceptable and appealed for this section of the project to be fast-tracked. Councillor John Casson wholeheartedly agreed, adding that the huge traffic problems in the area were actually putting people off going into town. If that road was opened, the amount of traffic that would be taken out of the town would be unbelievable, he said. Mr O'Gorman assured members that a conversation will be had in the latter half of this year on the issue. Councillor Phelan stated there was a clear need for this road years ago, adding that current traffic calming measures are needed in the entire Aska area. Riverside Signs will have menu for swans. They may be the best fed swans in the country, but are they getting the right food? And what's even appropriate for them? Well, the Carlo public are about to find out, with news that funding has been secured by the council for informative biodiversity signage at Carlo Town Park to include information on the swans. Councillor Adrian Wallace brought a notice of motion to last week's meeting of Carlo Municipal District pointing out that Carlow Town Park and the Barrow Track are popular spots for families to feed swans and other wildlife. She asked that in order to properly care for these birds, the council should provide signage informing people of the preferred food to feed swans, particularly highlighting that green foods like lettuce and cabbage are better for swans' diets compared with bread. Councillor Wallace also suggested installing a stand to contain seeds and feeds suitable for swans, which perhaps the public could purchase at a small price. That funding could then be reinvested into the park. It's very workable, and maybe even the construction of the stand could be done by the men's shed. I know that's something they would be very willing to do, she said. Council officials confirmed that preliminary discussions are currently underway with regards to appropriate text and location of the proposed signage and will be funded under Climate Actions and Biodiversity Funding for 2020. The motion was seconded by Councillor Finton Phelan and was then unanimously agreed. Teething Problems at New Skate Park Teething problems that range from parking concerns to protective gear might be there, but they haven't put a damper on the success of the town's new skate park. At last week's meeting of Carlow Municipal District, councillors were effusive in their praise of the new skate park, but did raise some issues concerning the public. Councillor John Casson welcomed the skate park, adding that it was currently so overused I'd feared there'd be a collision. He added that the park was being used by older and younger children and asked that some system of rules to be put in place to increase safety. It's created a lot of fun for people for all the different age groups, but we should have some system in place, he added. Councillor Casson also called for more patrols at night on the linear walk, which has seen some antisocial behaviour. It is a lovely walkway and we don't want it to be a source of antisocial behaviour, he said. Councillor Andrea Dalton also welcomed the opening of the skate park, adding that it had enhanced Hanover Park and the Burren Road. However, she did have a concern about the number of children in the skate park not wearing protective gear. 
She added that parking around the skate park was also an issue and urged people not to park in residential areas or at the nearby gala shop, which was for customers' use only. Councillor Dalton stated that signage to address these issues was needed in the area, adding that it was important for the council to set the tone from day one. Director of Services Michael Rainey said he was familiar with these challenges, which were to be expected at the beginning given the popularity of the skate park since opening. He stated that the council would address the information, safety and maintenance issues raised. Litter problem at bottle banks. You can't leave empty cardboard boxes or bags of rubbish beside a bottle bank, said Councillor Finton Phelan. He remarked that there had been increased use of bottle banks over the past six months, adding that the banks were being emptied quicker as a result. However, he felt littering around bottle banks was still an issue, with cardboard boxes and bags regularly scattered around them. If the bottle bank is in a bad state of repair, it doesn't reflect well on our town, he said. Gloves will be off for the next inter-district meeting with Leash. The last time he was at a joint meeting, he thought he was in Beirut, quipped one councillor, as plans were put in place for another joint meeting between Carlow Municipal District and the neighbouring Greg Cullen Port Arlington District. The last joint meeting in 2019 was a stormy, robust encounter with angry clashes exchanged between some councillors. At the time, Carlo's Director of Services, Michael Rainey, was an official for Leash County Council, a fact raised in good-humoured banter by some councillors, adding that this time around he'd be on the other side. The last time he was at a joint meeting, he thought he was in Beirut, quipped one councillor. Mayor of Carlow, Councillor Fergal Brown, pointed out that the meeting with the Greg Cullen area was important, particularly as lockdown had exposed issues. He also stated that joint issues such as the town bus service and planning would need to be discussed. The date for round two was set for 11am on Wednesday the 21st of October.